We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you amazing human and you sweet, sweet soul. I hope you are feeling at home within yourself and enjoying the expression of the divine that you are. So a simple truth is that all of us go the direction of our personal thoughts. Our thoughts and our feelings create the direction we go in our lives, what we attract, what we manifest, and how we feel. But, you know, sometimes it seems we can't control our thoughts, and therefore we can sometimes feel a little powerless in our lives. So if you're not loving where you're at and how you're feeling, and if you would like to shift your direction, my show today is intended to support you. I'm going to share with you some things that really helped me put on the brakes of my spiraling downward descent and support me in moving a more positive direction and begin the journey of my upward ascent in my life. So today I want to talk to you about some simple practices that can help you start to reprogram your conscious mind clear out some of the content that's not serving you in your subconscious mind and line you up with your super conscious mind. And I believe in the super conscious realm, every single one of us is prosperous, joyful, peaceful, blissful. And I want to help as many people as I can experience more of those qualities in their lives here and now. So if life is unfun for you right now, and you want it to get better, I'm confident there's some stuff here, there's some content here that can help you. And if your life is good and you'd like it to get great, I'm confident there's some stuff here that can help you. So it seems to me we can't always control what drops into our awareness. We can't always um, predict or dictate what kind of pops into our minds. But what I found is with practice, we can choose what we mentally chew on. So if something drops into your awareness and it's starting to create some worry, you don't have to continue to think about it. As soon as you're aware that you're thinking about something that's creating worry or some discomfort, you can change the channel. You can um, think of something else. It can take some practice for sure. And I know sometimes there's things that we worry about and it's like, well, I have to think about this. I have to figure this out. I have to, you know, if this person says this, I'm going to say that. And we can get really into our mind and think that it's somehow going to help. But I found when these kinds of things happen, whether it's worry or anger, and we, we spend a lot of time stuck in that place, it doesn't seem to support us in shifting the direction from a negative to a more positive reality. So I've talked about this before. Sometimes when something drops into my mind or a person that I'm annoyed with drops into my awareness, I'll just say, okay, I'm not going to do that. And I, I put them in something I call a God box. And then I plug in an affirmation or I set my intention for what I really want. And more often than not, things seem to smooth out. Synchronicity and support starts to show up and I'm, I'm always amazed by how easily life can work once we understand that there are certain tools that can and will support us if we simply 
use them. You know, a lot of people will say to me, oh, Tammy, it's easy for you to say this and that. Your house is amazing. Your husband's amazing. Your health is amazing. Your life works. But I had to put these tools into practice so that my life could get amazing, so that my life would start to work, because this wasn't always my reality. I struggled intensely. I lived in a terrible neighborhood in L.A. Um, it was it was this kind of a scary neighborhood. Um, I was broke. I was afraid of not being able to pay my um, rent every month. I struggled with my health. I struggled in my relationships. I, I struggled intensely. And <laughs> people who were living the example would uh, try to give me advice. I'm like, yeah, that would be easy for you to say because look at your life. <laughs> and they would say the same thing I'm saying now. It wasn't handed to me. I had to work for it. I had to reprogram my mind. I had to do the inner work. And then the outer reality is a reflection and manifestation of that. So when I first became aware of this, somebody asked me, what quality would you like to have more of in your life? What would you like to claim? And at that point in time, I really felt so uncomfortable. I felt so insecure. I was a people pleaser. And if somebody didn't like me, it would just utterly destroy my day. It was um, a very uncomfortable way to live. So I thought to myself, you know, what I'd really like is to just feel comfortable in my skin. I'd like to feel confident. I'd like to come home to myself. I'd like to open more fully to, you know, grace and ease and bliss and prosperity. I want to live in my authentic power. So it was suggested to me that I create an affirmation around what I want, what I really wanted. And the first affirmation I ever created for myself ended up becoming, I am confident and courageous and I live from my heart. I'm confident and courageous and live from my heart. And as I created this affirmation, I started with just the power word or power words I wanted to really claim for myself at that time. And I would suggest you consider this as well. What is a word or words that you would really like to claim for yourself in your life at this time? Is it prosperity? Is it authentic power? Is it self-love? Is it confidence? Is it vibrant health? So as we really sit and consider what it is we want, and I call it a power word. It can be anything you want, an intention, a goal, a desire. What is it you really want the most? And then create an affirmation around that word. And I think the most powerful affirmations always start with I am, I am. And that really supports us in claiming what it is we want in the here and now, which is going to support you in um, moving that direction, maybe claiming that feeling state here and now. And again, our thoughts and our feelings create the direction of our lives. So as I started working with my intention and affirmation, I am living a life of confidence and courageous and I speak from my heart. I am confident and courageous and I speak from my heart. And I would repeat the phrase and I would settle into myself and sort of get a sense of what this feels like. It was like trying on a new outfit. What does this feel like to be confident, and courageous and speak from my heart? And it almost immediately ushered in a feeling that I hadn't quite experienced before. And it was that feeling of being comfortable in my skin, being at home within myself. What does it feel like to be authentically confident? What does it feel like to just live in that place of 
courage. What does it feel like to speak from my heart? Because so often I was speaking from my mind and, and this place of worry and fear, worried about what other people thought of me, worried about what they perceive me as, as they are listening to the words I say. So I was always posturing a little bit. I was wearing a mask. I wasn't completely aware of it at the time. I just knew I was really, really uncomfortable and not very happy. So I started using this affirmation. And as I settled in and experienced what that might feel like, something interesting started to happen. I did start to feel more confident. I did start to relax and feel more courageous. And I did start to speak from my heart. And I think, again, we can live from our minds or our hearts. We can live from ego or I go. And as I spoke more from my heart, I started to speak my truth. It was interesting. I read something, and I write about this in my book. Being a people pleaser or caring too much about what other people think, you really end up becoming a bit of a liar. You end up becoming um, not authentic because you're too concerned about the outside rather than the inside. One of my spiritual teachers said to me, Tammy, the biggest problem I see with you is that you just want everybody to like you. And I thought, well, what's wrong with that? She goes, it's none of your business. Your business is between you and God, you and your soul, you and your own heart. And it took a little while to really understand what she was saying. And it took a little while to really implement that new way of thinking and being. And I think because I opened my mind and because I claimed my power word, and then I created the affirmation and I would get into the feeling state and the visualization of what that might look like and feel like and be like in my life. My life did indeed move that direction. My thoughts and my feelings supported me moving the direction that I consciously chose to go, where I really claimed I wanted to be. And today I don't need to affirm that. I've, my affirmation has evolved and transformed because I do live confidently and I am courageous and I do speak from my heart. So it's not something I need to remind myself of. Sometimes things have to begin as a mental concept and they have to like soak into us. So it became a, it was a mental thing and then it became a feeling thing and then it kind of Im imbued into my whole beingness. And now every cell of me feels very comfortable and relaxed, confident, courageous. And I do naturally and easily speak from my heart. And it is very liberating not to care that much about what other people think. You know, I, um, there was something that happened recently where I didn't feel very good because somebody said something that wasn't very nice. And, uh, I talked to God about it and I said, well, that didn't feel good. And he goes, did it make you doubt yourself? And I said a little bit and he goes, well, don't do that. Don't do that. I see you. I love you. You need to see you. You need to love you. So if other people don't love me, then it, I realize at this point it's not personal. It has nothing to do with me. That's between them and their soul and their projections and their life lessons. It's funny, if we think about it, there's 7 billion people on the planet and each and every single one of us has our very own contracts, spiritual curriculum, or um, whatever it is our soul decided we needed to experience as we came in here. Very, very, very individualized experiences. Seven billion of them. And it's interesting how they seem to interact. It's like we are all living a holographic reality and we're all interacting with each other. And um, I think we cast other people in our reality to 
play certain parts so that we can project whatever it is that we need to project to heal our stuff. And we can either feel like a victim of our projections, although we don't know their projections, we think it's the other people's fault, or we can start to go, hmm, what's going on here? I'd really like to live a more empowered reality. So I think that that is the process. When we feel like a victim, we feel disempowered. We feel at effect of the world and of others. We suffer. This is hell. This is hell on earth. And sometimes it has to get really, really bad before we fall to our knees and decide we want something different for ourselves. Pain is the universal great awakener. That was certainly true for me. Had to fall to my knees and really um, have some authentic conversations with God and crack my mind and heart open to doing things radically different. And because of that, you know, I, I met the right teachers. I went to the, uh, I think when the student's ready, the teacher appears. I found and manifested with grace and ease some incredible teachers and friends and books and support that really helped me open my mind and heart and helped me move a different direction, a more empowered direction. So I'm hoping some of the things I'm sharing with you either resonate or you're like, oh yeah, I can relate to that. Or I've done a little of this work, but you know, it'd be great to go higher. Maybe you're in hell and suffering. Maybe there's something here. Maybe life is good and you want it to get great. No matter where your life is, it can always be really helpful and empowering to consider what it is you want. What's your power word? What's your intention? I recently decided I wanted more grace in my life. And grace, I think, is a lovely word. It really exemplifies just um, gifts and bounty and prosperity. And there's nothing we can do to work hard and prove and do to earn grace. But we can relax and receive it. So if we believe we're lovable and worthy, grace can show up with a lot of grace and ease. If we don't feel lovable and worthy, then we're going to try to have to work hard, do and prove. And so I did a lot of that in my life and I'm really so thrilled that I have surrendered that. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. You don't have to work hard to prove that you can relax and receive that. So as we really identify more with our beingness, being of love, then we don't have to push so hard with our doingness to, to prove anything to anyone, not to God, not to ourselves, not to anyone else. We can just live that life of more graceful, easy, joyful alignment. And then we do from love rather than try to produce and do from fear. And I have found the results are much improved <laughs> as we do from our lovingness and beingness. The, the uh, prosperity happens with more grace. The joy happens, the laughter, the celebration, the cosmic love affair can start to really show up in our lives in a beautiful way. So recently my um, affirmation has be become, I'm living in grace, ease, prosperity and synchronicity. I'm living in grace, ease, prosperity and synchronicity. And it is, it's amazing how it seems to have um, brought to me and helped me manifest prosperity in joyful ways. I started making cowboy hats and people like, I, I was making them for me, but people like, oh man, 
I want to buy some of your cowboy hats. I'm like, this is really fun. It's effortless. I used to work so hard to make $100. And now it's just like, it happens with such grace and ease. And then um, synchronicity. I love synchronicity. I love God winks. I love experiencing, again, that cosmic love affair. The happy for no reason. The happiest for no reason for me happens when there's just this divine connection and relationship and laughter and collaboration, this co-creation of my life. So something recently happened that annoyed me a little. Yeah, that still happens occasionally, not as much as it used to, but um, somebody had reached out to me. It was a gentleman I'd used before for some catering events, and he'd reached out to me and said, I'm booking up for the year. Would you um, like to put some things on the calendar? And I thought, you know what? I, I would. That's a really good idea. My husband's birthday's coming up. I'd like to do um, maybe a nice dinner for him. And this gentleman had said he'd love to show off and do a sit down dinner. And I thought, well, that's perfect. Thanks for being in touch. Let's put this on the calendar. And my husband's birthday is in May, in May on a Saturday. So I said, how about this date? And he wrote back and he goes, well, you know, that's prime, uh, wedding season. So I will say yes, with the stipulation that if by April 1st, they haven't, nobody's booked that date for that Saturday. I would, um, I'd like you to give me an out if somebody wants it for a wedding, but I'll give you, you know, a couple weeks notice so you can find somebody else. I'm like a couple weeks. And now I'm feeling a little annoyed. He's the one that reached out to me and asked for this opportunity. I give him the opportunity and then he starts vacillating and getting wishy-washy and weird about it. And now I'm like getting like, grrr. <laughs> getting a little grr. It was really annoying to me. So it would drop into my awareness and I would start feeling like really annoyed. And it's like, well, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that. And I'm crafting this like email. And I went, you know what? I need to do what I teach. I'm going to put this whole situation in the God box and say, God, you decide, you decide what the highest good is for my husband's birthday for this guy. You know, I don't want to have to figure this out by myself. So I just chose to take a deep breath and relax plug in my affirmation. I'm living in grace, ease, prosperity, and synchronicity. And it was very interesting what happened. He ended up email, emailing me like a couple hours later and said, you know, I'm just really sorry. I'm really stressed about this whole situation. And, you know, I wanted to get something on the books. And then, so he took great responsibility. Not that this always happens. And it was kind of nice that he did. And um, he goes, I actually realized I, I do have something to do. My, my son's graduating on that Saturday, so I'm not available anyway. So then I'm thinking, well, maybe I could do a Friday. So I wrote him back and said, I understand, you know, having fear around money is a scary place to be. And maybe we could do a Friday. Let's talk about it. And um, do you have my book about prosperity? I'd love to give that to you. This was a week ago and I haven't heard back from him. So now I'm feeling grr again. <laughs> So I put it back in the God box, I'm living in grace, ease and synchronicities. And I looked up a couple of caterers in our area just to start contemplating another possibility. Because sometimes I feel like if we're trying to push too hard, if we're trying to shove the square peg in the round hole and it's just not working. The, the better thing to do is back up and ask for God, ask for the universe to show us what he would like us to see instead of trying to force and push and press and make things fit, which gosh, I did a lot of that in my life. 
um, trying to really push. I don't want to push anymore. I want to live in flow. I want to live in grace and ease. So I pulled my energy back, looked at a couple of different caterers, thinking, well, maybe he'll, the last time I did this, he ended up following through and coming back. Maybe he will. I don't know. It's in the God box. So I'm just looking at some different caterers and stuff. And I'm like, okay, God, you decide. You know what the highest good for all concerned is here. And I'm just going to relax. So um, there was one caterer that kind of like caught my eye and the pictures look great and the reviews look great. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll look into that. So I ended up um, having to run some errands and I'm in my car kind of thinking about this. And I'm like, not going to worry about it. Not going to chew on it. I'm living in grace, ease and synchronicity. And right then this van pulls up next to me. That is this caterer that I was considering this other one. And I just busted up laughing because it's like, I'm just grateful that I'm in this place where I understand God's on my side. I can relax. I can claim my intentions. I can live in peace. And I don't have to let other people, what they do or don't do, what they say or don't say, what they think or don't think, rankle my reality for very long. So it's a simple practice. It's not always an easy practice because sometimes we can get into our stories. We can get into our frustration with how other people show up in our lives. But what I really have come to learn is that our upset really isn't ever about what we think we're upset about. There's usually something else going on. There's a message. There's an opportunity. We can get mad at the out there and we can tell our stories and get people to agree with us. You know, I, I told my sister the story of the caterer and she was just like, well, that's not very professional and that's not acceptable. And it made me feel a little bit better. But then I want to feel a lot better. And that really takes not just telling our story and getting people to agree with how other people are being bad and we're being good. I mean, that can feel good for a little bit. And it's fine to have those conversations for maybe, I guess, perspective and feedback. But ultimately, you want to be able to become empowered and take responsibility, or at least that's what I want. So to pull the energy back, figure out what are the intentions, invite spirit in for the highest good of all concerned, claim your affirmations, get into the feeling state of what that would look like. And again, it's fascinating. It's incredible. It's amazing how the world and life can start to show up as a supportive friend and an ally. Or in the past, I was so sure that life didn't like me. And planet Earth seemed like the enemy. And that boils down to the question that Einstein asked is the most important one we can ask and answer for ourselves. Is the universe a safe and loving place or not? If we don't think it is, we're going to be in hell. If we do believe it is safe and loving, this is heaven. But sometimes it takes a little time if we're in hell to transition and shift and transform into heaven. So that's exactly what this show was about. You know, it's not that hard. It's simple. Although creating the new groove in our brain and new habit can take some time and it can take some courage and it can take some diligence and it can take some strong intention and practice, practice, practice. I was like, God, why does my life get to be so amazing? And he goes, because you've practiced, because you've been diligent, because your intentions have been sincere. And, and that's what it takes. It just takes showing up. It just takes showing up repeatedly and consistently. So what are your intentions? What are the power words you would like to claim for yourself? 
Can you create an affirmation around that? Can you get into the feeling state of living a perfect day in the life of that empowered affirmation and intention? Relax and get into that feeling state a lot. First thing in the morning, last thing at night, throughout the day, perhaps when you're in line at a grocery store driving or starting to get that grr feeling, <laughs> plug in your affirmation, put it in the God box, relax and settle into yourself. Look for the green lights and open doors. Don't try to bang your head against the wall and make them doors. Don't scream at the red lights. It doesn't have to be that way. We live on a planet of free will and choice. So what do you choose? I hope you're like me and choosing to become confident, aligned, courageous, live from your heart, live in your loving, live aligned with the universe who adores you. I hope you can believe that and receive that because as you do, your life will improve and you will experience more and more heaven on earth days. I want that for me. I want that for you. I want that for everybody that wants it for themselves. So I hope you are feeling again, centered, solid, loved, adored, peaceful, and celebrating the unique aspect of the divine that you are. And as always, I invite you to be in touch with me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Email me at TammyBPhD.com. Let me know how you're thinking and feeling and doing. Is there something you want me to talk about? Is there a book you'd like me to read or an author you want me to know about? Do you want to tell me a personal story or share your revelations? I would love to hear from you because that is what this is about. It's journeying to our center together and moving onward and upward with grace and ease and joy and connection and community and collaboration. So I hope you are loving your life and I hope you got some value from our time together here today. I'm so incredibly honored that we got to hang out for a bit and I hope to be in touch with you. To know that you're in my heart, my meditation and my prayers. May God bless you abundantly. Onward and upward. Bye for now.